Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. And uh, we thank you. And now, a programming update on YouTube at Ball and Buds. Join us live at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, for our combat sports special, Thursday edition. Usually we go Saturdays, but since the UFC 294 card is in Abu Dhabi, it goes on at 2 p.m. in the Eastern time, so we are going to go on a special time on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Join us for all of the news, talk, fights, events, and action. We will be discussing the huge, huge, huge UFC 294 card featuring Islam Mahachev putting up his lightweight championship against Alexander Volkanovsky and the co-main event featuring Kamaru Uzman, former champion, versus Kazmat Chimaev. And since this has evolved into more of a combat sports special versus strictly UFC, even though we are doing it on the night of a UFC pay-per-view, we will also be previewing the Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou boxing matchup coming up, as well as the Boricua, Amanda Serrano, putting up her championship featherweight undisputed against Danila Ramos. We will also be discussing the hilarious and crazy events from this past weekend's shenanigans with Logan Paul versus Dennis and Tommy Fury, the younger brother of Tyson Fury, versus KSI. We will also be previewing other boxing matches coming up, as well as reviewing any of the past ones. For instance, if you did not hear Clubber D the Combat G on the bottom line, review the Canelo Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo fight. We will go more into that, as well as have his thoughts on what the future is for all of those fighters and future fights involved. So join us live again Featuring your UFC and combat sports insider, Clubber D, the Combat G, plus yours truly, the sports professor. So join us live for all of the UFC, MMA, boxing, combat, sports action. You will not want to miss it for these awesome, awesome fights and events. So again, this Thursday, October 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. in the West Coast, and 5 p.m. for those of you in outer space, uh, a.k.a. Denver, and in the Middle West. Uh, Middle West, I don't know what that is. Sounds like some Lord of the Rings type shit. So that is the next pay-per-view. Make sure you check us out at YouTube.com at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Please go smash that subscribe button, as the kids say. But anyways, that okay. should be a good that So that is the next pay-per-view from now. Make sure you check us out at YouTube.com, at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Please go 
smash that subscribe button as the kids say uh comment like watch videos do all that clubber d's on there mike weeby's on there they're all hilarious clubber d you see that clubber d what do you guys say don't be dusty don't act like you didn't check don't act like we didn't just tell you okay watch it live but just watch it so i'm asking youtube.com at ball and buds b-a-l-l-a-n-d-b-u-d-s see you there bam this is going to be a hum diddly dinga. You know, at the start of every episode, they always have that uh, that previously voice. Previously. That's what it sounds like. Previously on Family Guy. Oh, are they? They're doing the previously thing. Oh, 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 do, do it again. Do the do a very ominous sounding, very, uh, you know, omnipotent, god, angry, you know, telling us some uh, information what happened in the last episode for those catching up. Previously on Family Guy. So that's what it sounds like doing the previous voice. Just get it low. Get a little bit of rasp to it. And that's all there is previously on the Ball and Birds Podcast. Thank you, fans and friends, for joining us once again. Yes, Ball and Buds is back. Our UFC and combat sports expert. Let me tell you, no one on planet Earth knows the UFC, MMA, and boxing, aside from Daniel Cormier, like this man right here. Star of the show, your favorite UFC and combat sports insider, soon to be, by the way. If Daniel Cormier, you need a new co-host. Clubber D is ready. And, and, and Cormier, you know, we would work well together because for starters, you know, you don't like to change somebody. But first thing I tell him, look here, brother, we need to have that talk. Let's get that hairline up out of there. All right. We already know. We know you're kind of light up there. I've been there. I know how it feels. Okay. Go ahead and handle that. And then we could be, you know, the Ball brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's DC, DC squares. You know, it is what it is. He's from Louisiana. My parents are from Louisiana. It's 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 a it's a match made in MMA heaven. So you know, I got you. And uh, Omar, you forgot to let them know. Okay, I'm also the after the fact king. So if I'm wrong, I'm right after the fact. Okay, so okay. sometimes oh. I might say the wrong thing, but in hindsight, I was actually meaning something else. Okay. So I was actually going to set that up. So even if you're 0 for 20, what does that mean for your predictions, my friend? That means I'm 20 and 0 on the, on the flip that side of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> If you see a girl at the bar and you buy her a drink and she doesn't take the drink, you don't get mad. You just double fist. Okay? So oh. you still win. You know okay, what I'm saying? You got to be on the bright side of things. The after the fact king, I got you, Cormier. Okay? I got you, brother. I, I respect everything you've done. You are a Hall of Famer. But all I do know is we need a DC squared MMA show on ESPN. ESPN, holla at us. I'll get you the contact information for Clubber D, the combat. Hey, y'all saving money. I'm with it. Y'all cut just about everybody. Y'all need some new blood. Some new old Yo. blood. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yo, we we don't want that much. Sure. I ain't asking for a lot. Yeah, I'm not asking for that. I, I, I'll, I'll go, you know. Trust me, I'm dusty. I'll, a, I'll take anything. A, mi- a million between the two of us? We just yeah, it have yeah, our- <laughs> we'll take it easy. ESPN, Ooh. come holler at us.
break. If you don't like that, I'm breaking your moms off later. Oh, hell no. Nobody wants to hear about hockey, baseball, basketball, football, badminton, tiddlywinks, cricket, crochet, Cody Rhodes, Rhodes Cody, Dusty Rhodes, rest in peace, cricket, crochet, Metro PCS. Nobody care about any of those things. Who the hell cares? Don't nobody want to hear about that mess. We're all here to listen to Clubber D, the Combat G, the Tinder, OkCupid, Black Planet, Mihenda, Farmers Meetup, Christian Mingle, Match. I am the original swindler. I've been to Maine to Miami. I've flown from Miami to Montana. I rode a bike from Montana to Maui, all on your mother's dime. Now let's go. Welcome back to your favorite combat sports duo and your favorite UFC, our ball and buds UFC insider, right? Let me make sure we get that straight because people have been trying to come and steal them. People have been trying to deactivate ball and buds on Facebook. The man has been trying to come get us because they're trying to get you, Clubber D, to come to them, and we're not letting you leave unless it's ESPN. So, my friend, welcome. What do you have to say to the people? Yo, first of all, the people out there, thank you. I love all the emails, all the all the gifts. I've, I got flowers last week when we were in New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? Somebody sent those over. You know what I'm saying? There were some nice edibles, you know. They were, they were great uh, edible arrangements. Sorry, I got you on that one. But, you know, it's, it's, it's great, you, you know. <laughs> yeah, you thought, you thought, you know, what's your bourbon street? Let's not Clubber D has brought back the meaning to the bricks. We ain't talking about you being in, in New Jersey with the outsiders no more. No, right. no, 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 no. You, might, you might see Reggie Noble behind me. You, Red Man might just bust through. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Pause at that side of the wild. Out, out to Red Man. That's right. Pause on that. And a shout out to the Wu-Tang Clan. You know we love you both, uh, the Wu-Tang Clan. Also, again, welcome Ball and Buds. We are here live for what used to be our UFC pre-shows because we go live before every UFC pay-per-view, but it's turned into more of a combat show because everyone kept emailing in and saying we wanted more of Clubber D's, not only UFC, but boxing and MMA analysis. So before we get started, I want to give my shout-out. This is... H and the crew at Let's Talk Sports. He is doing big things for the whole community. He is bringing all of us together. We're getting on each other's shows. It's an amazing time. That shout out. So shout out to DDH and the amazing work that he does. That being said, let's go ahead and kick this bad boy off. Right. Let's do this. Yes, welcome back to another special combat sports episode. Ball and Buds, what happened? You good? Okay. Uh, Ball and Buds, we are here. You see it. It is yours truly, Omar, the sports professor Fonseca, along with one of his main, 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 main mans and the most expert combat sports UFC analyst in the world, Clubber D, the combat G, what is going on today, my brother? You know, it, it, it's your main man. You know I'm always here. I see shouts of Flo, you know what I'm saying? Flo's popping popping up on, on, on Facebook, you know, for bottom line sports. He's, he's putting up all these new things, and he just put up the Frank Martin versus Shakur Stevenson fight. We're going to get on that oh. a little later. But trust me, Flo, we got oh. you. 
We got okay, you. Flow with Because I got insiders news. about that fight. Don't worry about that, Omar. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yes. Yes. Well, that was a great start and a great shout out. Uh, so first of all, um, as you know, we are Ball and Bud. You can always catch Clubber D and myself. Um, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube at Ball and Buds. That's B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. You may be on there now. Uh, you can also go to Facebook and join the Bottom Line Sports. So the Bottom Line Sports. Join our Facebook group. As Clubber D was saying, Flo does a masterful job with all the sports news. We'd be on there talking crap to each other. So if you enjoy sports and, uh, and BSing, Come on and join us at the Bottom Line Sports on Facebook. Shout out heavy, to my Bottom Line the Sports Cowboys. Group. Heavy with the Cowboys talking that sports that show that that uh, that the webpage. I mean, it's heavy Cowboys yeah. stuff. They just had a little podcast earlier. I don't know why they want to waste some people's times, but yeah, I don't know what Flo's doing with that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Alan Perales and let's talk Cowboys. He's a Bottom Line guest. Anyways, you can catch the Bottom Line Sports as well. Sundays are new time, 7 p.m. Well, same time, but Sundays for sure. We're going to come after your day games of the NFL and preview your night game. So forget ESPN primetime. Come join the bottom line. Yeah, that was a bar right there, too. I like that. That, that, was, was, a bar. that was a bar. That and was a bar. while I'm at it, let me go ahead and just show where I'm at. Clubber D. Clubber D knows where I'm at. But, uh, wepa, wepa. I'll see the palm trees. Yeah. Puerto Rico, baby. Your main man is back home, chilling. Got to see my grandma today. By the way, oh, yeah. she shouts out the show. She says she watches it, even though she doesn't know English. But she watches us, and she says she loves it. She actually oh, loves you. Uh, so, we, so check this, Clever. We were going back to her house to drop her off um, so my mom could take her car because we had a rental. Uh, and we stopped at this little bar called El, Mar- Mariachi, El Mariachi. And... Um, we went in there and everybody knew her. Like she'd be going there drinking beers or whatever. And so she yeah. started pointing out the shirt and she was like falling buds. And she was like telling everybody, I was like, I don't think they care. Grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't care. You know, and, and back when I was down there not long ago, you know, she's probably at the Sheridan doing salsa dancing when I was there, you know, cause they, they had to call me out. I actually got flown down there a couple of times before they had a salsa contest and they didn't, they needed a um, Negro to, to jump on there and jump on a dance floor. So that's what I did. So that was, that, was, that was me back in the day. But what you sipping on, brother? What you sipping on? Hey, hey, check this. Uh, we are not sponsored by them, but we could be at some point. This is the uh, national beer of Puerto Rico, Medalla Light, my friends. And my you know, friend, what are you sipping on today? I had to match a little bit with the Puerto Rico stuff. There you go. Don Q. You know what I'm saying? This is an aged rum and sherry cast. Shout out to my main, my main man, LaVar, who brought it back from Puerto Rico when he went down there. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm sipping on a little bit of that and uh, some uh, Cherry Coke Zero. Tastes pretty good. There you go. Shout out, LaVar. You know you're not going to give up the commissionership of our fantasy football league, so stop asking. Uh, no. And, and no. by the way, also shout out to the Malave clan, Papo, Abe, Bajo, and Guadio, also hailing There you go. So, Love the Malave's. All right, we've done enough introductions. Y'all didn't come for all of that, but we like to have a little fun. So let's get started. UFC 293 is tonight, hailing from Sydney, Australia, which I've never been to, but I believe you have, haven't you? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I was down there for uh, Holly Holmes' fight when she uh, beat Ronda Rousey. Uh, not, uh, 
not long ago, a couple years ago, but I was, I was there for that fight. I was sitting third row. Like, I was in front of Crocodile Dundee, uh, Paul Hogan himself, and I was going to see, I was like, hey, man, move your big-ass hat. His hat was in the way, and then I, he moved, and then there was a big knife, and he said, you call that a knife? I said, bro, move, move the hell out the way, but he was there. You know, him and the Helmsworth brothers, you know, uh, uh, Chris and Liam, they were there, and their shorter brother that's on uh, that's on uh, uh, the West World, he was, he was there too, but, you know, I'm, I'm Australia, they know me out there, you know what I'm saying? They, 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 they're my peoples, but you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Canteen also. Well, I'm, I'm here. We're here. We talk about UFC 293. We need a place to be, just like Clubber D. Let's go, Flo Canteen and my man Hot Take Jake. That being said, um, yeah, that was actually UFC 193. 100 of them ago was that Rousey fight. So I didn't, I did not know you were there. That's awesome. Yeah, um, I was there. I had hairline means- too. Yeah, yeah. Back then, I mean, I guess that would have been like five years ago. So that being said, let's get into it today. We got the big main event, Israel Izzy Adesanya hailing out of New Zealand mm-hmm. versus American Sean Strickland. Now, we will get um, into that in a second. We're going to do the main event last, but there's one that I know is special in your heart, my friend. And that is Tui Taivasa versus... Volkov, and my question for you, my friend, oh to start boy. this off, is will Tui get a shoey tonight? Oh, my God. You know, uh, all right, people, if you guys do not know what a shoey is, a shoey is when somebody takes another person's shoe. So if I go to you and take your mother's uh, slipper, the house slipper she walks around the house with, if I take that, pour a beer in it, and then drink like so. Um, I wouldn't advise doing that because a lot of y'all have stinky, dusty feet and it probably smells like corn. So I wouldn't advise doing that to uh, someone else or someone doing that to your shoe. But uh, I would only reserve that for me for only Beyonce, uh, Rihanna or Oprah. You heard it here first. But um, he's fighting against Volkov. Volkov is a tall, rangy fire. I think he's like 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, he's a tall guy. A lanky, very good kickboxer. You got Tui. Uh, Tui likes to bang. You know what I'm saying? He likes to put them dukes up. And and knock you upside the head. He's not gonna wrestle right. you. He's not. He's he's no frills. He's just gonna put them dukes up right across your head. You know, pause if if needed. But reckless. You know, he's fighting at home. He loves the home crowd. The neck. The Nelk boys are gonna be there. Everyone's gonna be there. And the what? It's the Nelk. You know, the the uh, the guys do the pranks. You know, the oh, Nelk okay. boys. Uh, yeah. Thanks Nelk. to the Nut boys. I was like. Hey, yo, hey, well, hey, yo, what's going on here? But, um, uh, yes, I would spit that out too. But, uh, <laughs> but this fight, you know, it's going to be a stand up slobber knocker, a shout to man, Jim Ross. It's going to be one of those type fights. Uh, Volkanov, he could use his range and keep him at bay and, and, until he could walk, walk into something, but, uh, Volkanov has a, has a suspect chin. If you guys remember or seen those ads for Derek Lewis talking about his balls are hot, that fight uh, was the same card as Khabib versus McGregor. He knocked out uh, uh, Volkanov uh, in the third round. So he his chin is suspect. So he can get knocked out if you touch him in that chin. Okay, so I think I feel a club banger coming up. I feel I feel I, I feel I feel it coming. I feel it coming, uh, Omar. You know what I'm saying? I'll be yeah, ready. Clubs, bangers. Oh. Clubs, bangers. Oh. I got nervous. The exorcist was coming. Clubs, uh, bangers. I got, I got Tui first round. You know what I'm saying? And, what? Uh, so you think they're just going to come out and throw some haymakers and just throw the town on each other and he's just going to catch him? 
He's going to feel the energy of the crowd. I think he this guy likes big crowds. His last fight uh, when he fought Serial uh, Ghan over in France was pretty bad, uh, but I feel like he's going to be uh, uh, rough and ready. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to he's going to he's going to get him. I feel it. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not telling you to bet because I'm we're not sponsored yet. Okay, because so I'm not telling you to bet. I'm not telling you to go out there, you know, take your shekels and and, and go into FanDuel or whatever you have at your at your at your uh your your neighborhood. Maybe you can, maybe you got a bookie down the street. You know, you got maybe you got peg leg jag or somebody like that. But I'm not telling you to bet. I'm just saying I'm going with Tui first round knockout. You heard it here first. Clubs bangers. You heard it. Oh, the music. I heard it. I was getting a little nervous with the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, we got a new club banger music. Oh, before we even go forward, this is this is the most important reason why I wanted to talk about this. Shout out to my brother from another, Mike Weeby, member of the team. He has now entered the CPAP Society. Sent me the picture the other week. He's part of the CPAP crew. He's part of the distilled water, okay? He's doing the distilled water every two weeks. He has a CPAP like myself. If you don't know what a CPAP machine is, it's that machine with the hose and everything connected to it. Just look at your wife's uh, uh, um, bedroom uh, on the, on a nightstand. That's mine or your mother's. That's mine, okay? I have I have an Apple AirTag on it, so I know where my, my CPAP machines be at. Don't try to move it. I know where you live, literally. But yeah, my man, my man Mike Whitby, he, he's part of CPAP Brotherhood. Him, my my brother, uh, Omar be faking like he, he don't want to use his. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody who got CPAP machines. Put your hoses in the shout air. Out, <laughs> shout out to Big Rube, my pops. He also is a CPAP machine. Oh, machine. love you, Rube, are, too. So. <laughs> That's my dad hilarious. doesn't wear his. So, we got a, uh, you, me, you, me and your dad are like, oh, good old, good old, old, old Coltrane Willie. Uh, mm-hmm. The bottom line sports flow says Clubby needs a special shoey for that prosthetic toey. Okay. So uh, I, don't, I don't know if this, with this why, let's, let's, with the, with the why's on stuff. Okay. Don't you worry about CD Lamb and uh, toe and, and Pollard's toe. But uh, let's not, okay. We're not going to talk about my prosthetic toe. All right, everybody knows that I got in a ski accident a long time ago, back in the mid nineties. I have a prosthetic toe. I got, a, I got a fake, uh, you know, it's whatever. But I can still, I can still move and groove. I, I do my thing. I hit the gym today. I was doing a little uh, wind sprints uh, with my prosthetic toe. The toenail was little. Uh, it does get a fungus sometimes because I get that from Brazil, and I, and I and I put that on like a lace front. But that's another that's another story from either here nor there. But yeah, let's keep it rocking and rolling. Flo, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, after that, let's go ahead and get into it. The main event of the evening, Israel Adesanya. Again, he makes his first title defense of his second UFC middleweight champion reign. As we know, he did get KO'd by Alex Pereira to lose it, Ooh. came back and beat him to win it back. And now he is making his, his first title defense. He is ranked number four in ESPN's pound for pound UFC fighters. Um, mm-hmm. He is fighting Sean Strickland, who is ranked number eight and has won two fights in a row and eight of his last 10. Uh, so, my friend, what are your initial thoughts on this main event? Well, if you look at this fight, you know, you got Sean Strickland. He's 27 and 5. Okay. And you got Izzy, who's 24 and 2. Only one loss at 185. The other loss was at 205 when he fought uh, Jan Bohovic. Uh, when he's going to get, he was daring to be great and find a 205 champion moving up in weight. Um, I think he walks around maybe at. Uh, 201. He does. He's very skinny. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't weigh that much. So you look at Sean Strickland. 
what are their who I'm sorry, who are their common opponents? Okay. Common opponents, you got Jared Cantonier and, and uh, Alex Pereira Pereira. I always butchered his name. So Sean Strickland lost to both of these guys. All right. Izzy beat both. Of course, he lost to Pereira, but came back and knocked him out in his last fight to get his belt back. Sean Strickland got KO'd. I mean, he got put to sleep. Like he was in, he got hit. And thought he was Frodo and put the ring on. Like he he went into the afterlife. You know he was he was over there somewhere. You know he his head twisted around. He was he was doing exorcist stuff. But you know you got you got Sean Strickland. Okay, so he's a he's a pressure fighter. He like he likes to put a lot of pressure. Kind of like Martin Fatori, who is he beat twice. You know, and when you when you're when you're that type of fighter. You're easy to get caught by a seasoned uh, pro like a kickboxer. You know what I'm saying? They're going to pick you apart. And um, the pressure is not going to get to Izzy because he won the title from uh, Robert Whitaker in the same arena. Um, So Izzy, this is going to be his fifth title defense, but you can say six because he won the interim against uh, Kevin Gasolum. He beat him, and then he beat Robert Whitaker to win the belt. So, technically, it's his fifth title defense, but he's fought with that belt around his waist six times. you know, Izzy's what? What is he? Uh, he's seven out of his last nine in fights. Only losses were to uh, Jan Bohovic and then uh, Alex Pereira. Um, Sean Strickland, like I said before, he's a very good pressure fighter. But going against Izzy, did any of you guys see the press conference? I'll wait, but I won't. Um, he was calling him Chinaman, calling him out for having uh, pain in fingernails, wearing his ex-girlfriend's uh, uh, uh Basically, making fun of his SEO from wearing that T-shirt, uh, kind of, kind of trying to get under his skin, but it wasn't working. Like you ever been somewhere where someone says one funny joke, but they keep with the same joke over and over and over? That's how Sean Strickland was at that uh, press conference. He was calling Izzy the king of cringe. I'm like, bro, you kind of cringy yourself, my man. Like, what are you? Chill out. You know, it's kind of funny, but it's not funny. It's like those fake ha ha last week when you're at your in-laws house, acting like you care about them. So what I will say is for this fight. Um, now, I do uh, real quick before you go. Yes, to that, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Izzy owns a three inch height advantage and a three yes. inch reach advantage. That's um, I, I know that you already, you know, think not as highly of Sean Strickland than uh, Izzy. Um, but obviously that does play a part and does have a big effect in these sort of fights, uh, mm-hmm. especially if you have someone who's a pressure fighter with Izzy being able to play the defense a little more and catch him with, you know, comebackers and hooks and things like that. What do you what do you foresee that advantage portraying for him? So is he is he he can go about this uh, many ways. He can basically pick him apart by taking out uh, inside leg kicks. He can do outside leg kicks. He can just keep him at bay with a jab and catch him with an overhand or a, or a, or, a, or a hook or something like that. Um, when you're a pressure fighter, you're leaving yourself open to things you're not even seeing. Kind of like when Earl Spence fought Crawford. Uh, you know you're you're gonna get hit with something you're not even paying attention to and, not, and don't even know. So you got to be mindful being a pressure fighter. And and mind you. He got knocked out what four fights ago, going against Pereira. And that and that press conference back then, his all his jokes and everything were towards Izzy saying, Oh, you got pain in nails. Oh, you you uh masturbate to anime, which is documented. And yes, Izzy does that. It's yeah. Judging but not judging. But yeah, so he told Izzy told him, focus about him, don't focus about me. And of course, first round, he went to sleep. So that same thing can happen against Izzy. He fought Jared Cantonier right after that and lost in a split, split decision. It was close. It was a good close fight, but 
he lost the fight. And then his last fight, the guy was a stand in and he not he took him out on punches. Sean likes to talk. He's like Kevin Holland, likes to talk a lot while during the fights happening. Like, like, oh yeah, come on, this is all you got. Uh, punch harder, stuff like that. I don't like those antics aren't going to work with Izzy. Izzy has uh, so many kickboxing fights. You know what I'm saying? This guy was, when he went to China, shout out to a man, Kevin, who sent me the video. He was respected in China when he when he learned kickboxing because he was knocking, knocking mofos out. So they embraced him. And that's hard to do with someone who don't look like them and their culture. So Izzy is a high level, high, high level uh, uh, kickboxer. You know what I'm saying? So... Sean's not going to wrestle him. He's not going to take him down. So it's going to be, I, I should, should I do the banger right now? Should I do the banger? Third round KO is third round. Club okay. Bangers. I think Club he's play with him. Bangers. Oh, I, heard my, I heard myself. I heard it. I'm getting third round. You're muted. I get, I'm getting the third round, so it's it's, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? There you go. You heard it here first from Clubber D, the Combat G, your UFC combat sports expert for Ball and Buds, is predicting a third round KO for Israel Adesanya. Go ahead, hit up your uh, bookie, uh, your FanDuel, your DraftKings, whoever you use, and uh, make sure you put that bet on the Izzy third round KO. Now, That's how right. is that KO going to happen, my friend? You know, I feel it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a punch. I don't know what type of punch, but it's going to be a punch he's not going to see coming because I think that Izzy's going to be catching him uh, early uh, with a lot of inside or outside leg kicks, kind of slow him down a little bit, and. Um, I, I would usually I would have a club uh, a clubber caveat which I did the last fight and I was dead on about this, but I'm so sure that Izzy will win. There's no clubber. There's no caveat in this one. Okay. Wow. I'm pulling it out. I'm saying nope. Pulling it out. And trust me. And trust me, people. When I pull out, my my my, my game is good. Because if I didn't, you'd have a sibling or another child. But that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord i don't get paid enough for this <laughs> i'm still honestly i like kind of blanked out there for a minute because i was still held up on the what you said about him in anime i was just like very very shout out, shout out to larry and shout out to snail shout out to both wow. of them yes by the way uh snail says uh did you see that wind sprints he's making fun of your wind sprints um hey, all right we got a question in the oh go ahead oh no no you, you go ahead go ahead okay we got a question in the chat um, uh, shouldn't Strickland be driving for low kick takedowns as well as making a greater effort to check with his knee? And would that help him in a possible victory? It would help, but he likes to, he likes to come straight at the, his fighter and he's more, he wants to stay in and bang. You know, he's not really a big wrestler per se. Uh, like, like someone like Martin Vittori who fought, uh, Izzy, Izzy has decent uh, takedown defense. So if he if he immobilizes you from or I'm sorry stops you from taking him down, your only option is to stay standing up. Um, and I don't I honestly don't see uh, Strickland doing that. I, I really don't. You know uh, he's trying his best to get under Izzy's skin because mm-hmm. Strickland has a crazy background. You know this dude was like when he was a kid he was writing neo Nazi stuff. His 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 his, his, his dad or stepdad was was big time. Uh, 
uh, molded him to be like that. But he he he's honest with his stuff. He's like, you know, in a press conference, you know, I did a lot of dumb stuff as a kid, but as an adult, I don't stand for the X, Y, and Z. So I respect him for that taking right, accountability. And you know, and uh, and of course, it's that old that old saying. He does a podcast with uh, I'm forgetting the youngest name, but uh, a black dude, his training partner. But so he does have a black friend. But um, he called he just called Izzy out like China man. Oh, you don't want to talk about China in a sweatshop. It's the same same thing that most uh, politicians do when it comes to that nature. When it, when it comes to China, so I'm not even going to touch on that. But I don't. I I just honestly don't see him doing that in this fight. I I, I see this is going to be Izzy. First round is going to be in, and then second and third round is going to take him out. I, no, I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I do agree because we obviously know that Izzy, like you said, right, he, he can move around. He's very dodgy, very shifty on the defensive end. Um, mm-hmm. But as you – as what what kind of surprise – and it doesn't surprise me per se just because Strickland is a pressure fighter, like you said, so he's going to be in his face trying to, uh, trying to push the pace at all times. Uh, but Izzy, after he won that – uh, fight back in 2019 where he knocked out Whitaker, his mm-hmm. next five 185-pound fights, he only had one KO. So That's it's right. not like he's a, you know, knockout artist per se. Um, so that kind of surprised me that you went with that instead of maybe something else like a submission or something. And then let's, let's not forget, back in 193 in Australia, okay, Holly Holm shocked the world, okay? I was there. Ask her mother. She paid for my ticket. So this is 293. The three's in there, all right? Okay? I'm going to say like this. That's where I get my three at, okay? It's going to be three rounds that he's, he's going to go out in. It's not going to be the same thing. This is 100, 100 UFC uh, main events later, and it's going to be uh, a knockout, but not going to be a, the, the home team's going to win this time. Not that Rousey's from Australia. I just feel like the A-side's going to win. It's not going to be a, a, the B-side winning. And I like Sean Strickland. He's a nice, he's an entertaining fighter, but it's not going to happen. I'm sorry. And My Vegas bad. agrees with you. Strickland is a five to one underdog. Um, so yeah, you know. I, I know Vegas. I was, I was hanging out with uh, with him and uh, uh, Fredericksburg last week. That's my people's right there. Uh, chances, another question in the chat. Chances yeah. are the fight goes the distance, and it's not a third round KO. Uh, slim to none. Because like if, they're both going to be throwing. Yeah. Slim to none. I would if it go. You know what? I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm going to pull from Hot Take Jake's uh, Multiverse Sports Almanac. You know, the Multiverse Sports Almanac is when you have a sports almanac from a different uh, 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 place. You know what I'm saying? It, even, even Omar just got, got caught in the multiverse. He, he hopped out. He left. Now he's back. So the Multiverse Sports Almanac is basically you got an almanac. You didn't get it from Biff. You got it from Tiff. And this almanac has so many different things in it. So I'm going to say in the, in the multiverse almanac, yes, the fifth round. That's different from the club banger. The multiverse sports almanac is just something that's just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't see it going five rounds. But if it does, you heard it here, you heard it here first. And, I, and whoever asked that question, I'll take credit for that. Uh, that was Flo. <laughs> and uh, and so, uh, so let me make sure we've got the fans straight on this. You've got your club bangers, which are your predictions yep. for the fights. Mm-hmm. You've got your clubber caveat, which uh, Lunchbox Larry asked what that is, if you want to explain that. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll to do the that. Fans. Lunchbox Larry, that's the homie right there. You know, back in and, the 80s, we used to be hand dance partners back in the day. We used to do, we used to tour place to place. That's that's the homie right there. So but you uh, have the clubber, clubber caveat to cover your uh-huh. ass. Yeah, basically. 
right? So the, the clubber D, um, the, the clubber, hold on, hold on, I got you. The, the clubber caveat for Larry is basically if it's a tough fight and it's something hard to, to gauge what the hell's going to happen, the caveat is, oh, yeah, this person will win via knockout. However, this person might win via submission if it's that close of a fight where there's a small chance uh, that the opposite could happen. It's a hedging of his of, of, of the bet. Yeah, basically hedging bets. Yeah. For, for those of you. And now, now <laughs> you have something totally new. The oh, multiverse yeah. never going to happen. Hot take Jake incorrect yeah. prediction of the day. That's what we're going to call that from now. Yeah, if, you, <laughs> sport, if, if anyone if anyone is uh, a human that knows what Back to the Future is or seen Back to the Future all three movies, if you haven't slapped your mother because it's her fault, not yours. Um, I would say everyone knows what the sports almanac is, okay? It's going back forward in time, seeing what happened in the past. So if you go to a multiverse, which is things are different, the opposite will happen. You know what I'm saying? Just like in that multiverse, you know, you got, uh, let's say, uh, the commanders being eight-time Super Bowl champs. That's a multiverse comment, okay? When when, when Jake says that, who do you say? Patrick the Lions are going 13 and 4. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's that's multiverse. Uh, you got you got Can saying uh, the the Lions will win by ten points, but we're giving guys giving you all fourteen points as an outcome. That's multiverse, okay? Anything is possible except addition sometimes, okay? Ken, you got to slow down. Can't he slow down on the Hennessy? Anything is possible, but addition, that's not part of that realm of possibility. If you say they're going to win by 10 and then saying the final scores will be 13 points. Come on, brother. <laughs> I, about, I, love you, I, about, <laughs> I about died. I about died. I love you too, Ken, but I about died. <laughs> and Flo said, do you know how to add? I started that. I was like, anyways, all right, my boys. All right. Let's go. Um, that is the uh, other. You want to talk about any other uh, fights on the card? I, I, I'm not sure if you did or not. Yeah, I, I mean, this fight, I mean, when uh, Carl France uh, got out of the, uh, his fight, I forgot the, the homeboy's name, but it's, this card's kind of weak. I mean, shout out to uh, Tyson Pedro. This is going to be his last fight. He's fighting at home in Australia. Uh, good. Uh, he was a 205er. Um, shout out to him. You know, he had a great career. Fun to watch, but tune into that. I would say everybody tune into the fight. Um, I got to talk to my public lane too. Toffa and Lane are going to be Toffa and Lane. Oh yeah, that's a rematch. Yeah, yeah. The first fight ended in the eye poke, and now they're now those those two are going at it. So you know, I was gonna I was gonna go down there and and corner uh, a Toffa, but you know, my prosthetic too. I couldn't get the proper. um, I have a metal one now, so it's not it's not it's not plastic metal. I couldn't fly with it, but uh, it is what it is. We'll talk about issues with flying later when we get to boxing. And that's a perfect segue because that is what we are going into now, y'all. Enjoy UFC 293. It will be a good card. Again, we didn't want to go into all the fights because we thought it was a little bit on the weaker side. We want to talk a little bit more boxing uh, tonight. But you did get the main and co-main there. Remember, uh, third round KO for Izzy uh, and a first round KO for Tui Taivasa. Uh, please don't do shoeys. Don't do it. Let that man handle that. There's COVID out there. There's like herpes and stuff. Just don't do it. It's just gross. Just don't do it. Why are you right. doing shoes, shoes with Dr. Show's insults? Y'all, y'all inserts. You shouldn't be doing that, all right? You know what I'm saying? And 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 to do a shoey and they got and they say you could taste probably tough acting to acting. I'm sure y'all some of y'all have done that. So y'all 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 footsie people out there. I hate feet. Feet are gross. I'm sorry. Feet are disgusting. just weird. Just weird. Yeah. But uh let's go ahead and move on. The uh Canelo versus Charlo fight is gonna be September 30th, y'all. And we were gonna go into it today. 
um, and do our predictions. But Clubber, he decided he wanted to do a special show for that. So look out for us uh, Saturday. I believe it's the 30th. Um, let me check my date real quick just to make sure. Uh, that's the, that is the 30th. That is correct. Uh, so just be watching out for us there. We'll cover that as a special edition for the Canelo Charlo fight. But Clubber D did have a few notes on that fight that he wanted to go into. So again, it is the super middleweight boxing championship uh, on September 30th between Canelo Alvarez um, and Jermel Charlo, both undisputed at their weight division. So my friend, what do you have on this? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that fight, I mean, we're going to get more in depth because this is like, this is, we've never seen anything like this, okay? Charlo's moving up two weight divisions. He's the 154 champ, and Canelo's 168 champ. So he's moving all the way up to fight him. Charlo's a bigger guy, has a bigger frame, but Canelo's mass is way too much bigger. So it's, 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 I'll get more in depth on that, but, um, I will say the WBA is acting uh, petty. I'm a fan of pettiness because I'm petty as all hell, but, since Charlo didn't fight uh, uh, Tim Zhu, who's Casa Zhu's son, uh, fighting a lot of Australia, another Australia segue, um, they're stripping Charlo of the WBA belt the same day. So technically, if you want to be technical, it's not going to be a, a undisputed fight. Yeah, they're taking a belt from him. It's, it's wild like that. They're doing all that. But um, that's really that fight, dirty to do that. Well, I mean, that doesn't even represent you well, because then, I mean, wouldn't it make more money if they're both undisputed, right? Like, it's not going to matter. Kendall's not going to defend. He's not going to fight. He's not fighting for those belts. So it's just more of recognition. But um, I would say, yeah, I mean, unlike like Haney, Haney uh, got undisputed and defended it against defending his uh, undefeated belts twice. So, you know, it's different from getting undisputed and then just like, all right, I'm done moving up. But like Haney, that's that's my guy right there. But um, yeah, so the more news with the Charlo is his brother, uh, uh, Jermel. Jermel Charlo, as we know, is a 160-pound WBC champion, okay? This guy hasn't fought in two years since 2019, okay? This is back when you guys... This is this is back pre-COVID, okay? Back before, before everyone had a mask on because of breath stung. But so... He hasn't fought in in uh, in, in game in two years, and he didn't look good his last the, that fight he he, uh, he had. So, the reason why he he had an interview talking about why he didn't fight uh, Canelo, you know, his brother's taking a taking that fight. So, what's crazy is that he's still champion. WBC hasn't stripped him and given someone else that belt or given other folks a chance to fight for that belt, which is just bonkers to me. So. He's been through a lot. You know, we all know about him getting slapped by Caleb Plant. You know, Caleb Plant uh, on, on the, I think it's the day before the Crawford versus uh, uh, Spence fight. Caleb Plant, he, he slapped the black off his face and his hat went this way to that way. Okay. It wasn't like Alabama where it flew off. The guy said, oh, here we go. It's, it's go time. He slapped him. The hat went that way. And then he tried to act like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't want to fight. And then, yeah. Well, and then plus the stuff with his baby mama or his wife, like the issues they've been put online, and and, and they, it's he's been going through a lot of mental stuff, getting to a uh, uh, Jose Benavides, trying to tell Bivol that I want to fight you, and when that when you're in another weight class, just the dude's been off his rocker. So he it's mental health, alcohol, uh, alcohol things of that, those issues. But now, which is great, his trainer Ronnie Shield said, you know what, you and your brother don't like each other. This is his twin. His him and his twin. They don't like each other. So he's moved from Houston, and now he's gone to uh, I think Pensacola, Florida, and now he's training with Roy Jones Jr. He's already shown pictures of him back in the gym. Hopefully, he gets his mind right. Hopefully, he's he's he's, he's getting back to what he does best in boxing. Okay, get away from all those distractions. Get away from your twin brother, which is wild. You know that's your twin brother. You don't rock your own brother. That's weird. I don't know, but um, 
So that's that's positive on that end. So that's why I want to report on the other Charlo. You know, I don't mean? know many twins. I do know a couple of them, but twins especially. Like that's just yeah. wild that you would not like be tight as anything. Um, I mean, just brothers aside, but God, wow. Anyways, okay. Sorry, you wanted. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why Caleb Plant and him got into it because Caleb Plant was trying to break them up from fighting, and uh, he had mushed Caleb Plant in the face. And Caleb Plant went over there and was like, "No, no, sir, Nashville zone." Slap the black off his face. He, I thought, I thought he was, I thought he was Asian for a second. So hold on, he was trying to stop two brothers from fighting. One of them mm-hmm. got upset that he was trying to stop two the two brothers from fighting and got. Uh, got uh, the the black slapped off his face as you correct. Pretty much, pretty much. Okay. Like his credit score went all the way up, and I saw. I was like, oh shit, damn, he, he likes getting out. God damn. But uh, yeah. So it. No. That <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> that's tremendous. All right. So uh, wow, that's some crazy crazy news. All right. So is there any other box? news i know you had a few other stories we got i got i got i got i got rounds in the chamber man i got rounds in the chamber okay so shout out to flo who who posted uh frank martin and shakur stevenson uh gonna fight for the uh the basically they're fighting for the wbc belt at lightweight because haney's moving on up he's going to one four he's gonna fight regis pro grace once they officially sign that um but got some bad news flo the fight's off already. Uh, literally, my sources just my inside sources already told me that um, PBC uh, Frank Martin is a fighter under uh, Derek James, who trains uh, the other Charlo Jamel or Jamal. Okay, I always get mixed up. He fight he trains him. He fights uh, Anthony. Jo- he trains Anthony Joshua. He trains um, Earl Spence. Um, Frank Martin. He's a PBC fighter, meaning he doesn't fight on ESPN like a top rank. That's a uh, that's Shakur Stevenson, who is half Puerto Rican, if you didn't know that, Omar. Um, yeah, he's, he's half black, half Puerto Rican. He's like Camilo Anthony. I didn't know that, but now yeah. he's one of my new favorite fighters. Just, <laughs> I <heard you> like <laughs> he's like Noriega and all of them, you know what I'm saying? He's half and half. But, uh, yeah, so that fight is off, apparently. It just happened probably like an hour ago. Um, so I'm kind of pissed off because I was looking forward to that fight. I believe it was going to happen on uh, November 16th. And I'm kind of mad because – I, I just pray that Stevenson has the same energy that he's having for Haney about ducking him for Frank Martin and also have it for Lomachenko because Lomachenko did a duck move also because they got Lomachenko. He's fighting Cambosa uh, uh, early next year in 2024. So there's a lot of boxing ducking going on and a lot of fights that should not happen. Like you got Tank. They're already talking about Tank fighting Pitbull part two. Why the hell do we want to see Tank versus Pitbull? Nobody cares about that fight. I like Tank, but fight somebody good. Right. Okay, you got Sean Moore. Yeah. Well, yes. Well, like, you beat him with a broken hand. He looked garbage when you fought uh, uh, Ryan Garcia, who you shouldn't have fought. Why are you fighting Pitbull again? Okay. Like, all these Tank fans, they're like they're like Earl Spence fans and, and uh, hardcore LeBron fans. I'm not getting on LeBron because I like LeBron. But some of the fans are just – they act like they're getting his money too. Like, like, no, Tank should be fighting top people. Pedraza was the only dude Tank fought. Leo Santa Cruz, if you believe that was a good fight, you might be a casual fan. I'm not going to disrespect you, but Leo Santa Cruz was washed when Tank gave him that uppercut and he ceased yard and went to sleep. So I I feel like like, like if he fights Pitbull Part 2, I'm going to be a little pissed off because Shakur can't get a fight. And I think Shakur, he wants to fight Haney, but he wants a certain amount of money. Look here, sir. Uh, 
when you were at 130, and you were a champion, a, a, a unified champion. You lost your belt on the scale before you moved up. All right. Haney was making a lot more money, took less money to go to Australia twice to become undisputed and then defend it in Australia. Took less money to do that. So, sir, don't act like you deserve X, Y, and Z. You haven't done A, B, and C. So let's calm that down. Okay? Let's calm it down some. That's my problem with Secure. Secure Stevenson. He's a good, great fighter. I love him. Up and coming. Him and Keyshawn Davis representing 757. That's Virginia. Those are good fighters, but don't act like you should deserve you're up here because you're not. And this fight was going to be in Vegas the same weekend as the Formula One uh, race in Vegas. So I was watching uh, CJ Goodfellow Sports TV. He's a good, good podcast, uh, good podcaster and uh, YouTube page. And he brought up a good point. If they're having Formula One uh, racing in Vegas, which is that, uh, what was that, Mauro Andretti, that fast stuff, they're shutting down Vegas for that. Why are two black fighters fighting out there? They don't care about that. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> Why do you have that in Vegas? That's People have a good point. Shakur Stevenson sells out in Vegas. I'm sorry, sells out in a, a Jersey. He sells out in Atlanta. Had the fight on the East Coast. Okay, I don't understand. Frank Martin, he's from uh, Michigan, I believe. Trains in Houston. Okay, fight in Houston. Fight in, fight in Vegas. Fight, fight in the Patriot Center. I don't care. Just fight. But it's not going to happen. Eric, if you know about the Patriot Center, <laughs> all the locals. Shout out Snitter. Oh, something's wrong. Something's wrong with your audio. Something's your audio. Your audio is a little messed up. You sound like Optimus Prime or a blitz, a blitzkrieg. But I'll keep you until you fix that. But yeah, so that that fight should. I, I don't understand why that fight uh, is not going to happen. But we'll we'll see. And uh, Omar, the best, the biggest news in boxing is really uh, uh, Terence Crawford's trainer. You know, Earl Spence has already activated the rematch, so they're saying December. And I'll get to Earl Spence in a second. Uh, but Bo Mack, who just uh, who trains Chris Eubanks, um, had his rematch with with, uh, with Liam Smith, and over out in uh, London, I was actually at that fight. You know, what I'm saying I was hanging out with the cast from Top Boy. That's a show on on Netflix. If y'all don't watch that, watch it. You know, I was out there. You know, so I was hanging out. Me, Paddington you see, Bears. You see my boy Paddington? Ah, yes, you saw. Oh Paddington. yeah, trust me, Paddington. Oh, so I was hanging out with him. I gave him a new yellow hat. You know, what I'm saying we was out there with the pink coat and everything. But, you know, you know, we, 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 we was over there. Were you, were you singing? Did, the song? You, did you know? Fun fact, everyone. Did you all know that Paddington the Bear was not originally from London? He was originally from Peru, and he immigrated to London. Really. Yes. So he's like all the Jamaicans and Nigerians that are out there too. Okay, it's a true fact. Shout out to my shout out to my cousin CJ. You know, hopefully he's watching right now. I'm from Atlanta. He's from he's from out there in London. So it's my my aunt Vicky. Shout out to them. I love them. But uh, shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Deep cut. But um, so Bo Mack was out there. Chris Eubank looked phenomenal. Okay, which is crazy because Chris Eubank's dad, ex fighter, is a uh, is a cop out there, and Eubank tries to fly back. And he gets caught with a firearm in his luggage. So he's in jail until I think he's going to get seen October 4th or 11th. So this man is in jail. He's been in jail for a week already. This is Terrence Crawford's trainer. Okay. So I don't know how that's going to play out because the stories are everyone, not everybody knows what the story is, but they're saying that initially he was okay. And then they checked his bag again and they found the, the firearm. So. I don't know if there's some uh, funny stuff going on, but I can't imagine Bo Mack would be that stupid 
to bring a and that's what that's what America. I was about to say, and that's There's what I no way. That's what I am I sounding better by the way? You're, you're perfect. You're perfect. You're good. Okay. You're good. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Because I'm sorry. I don't. I don't own a gun because I'm too reckless and I would probably shoot someone. So I just do it for safety reasons. But if I did own a gun, I damn sure would know to check every single bag before I was going to an airport. Like exactly. the one thing you need to do. You know what and I'm saying? I like I. It's it's it, yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean he and I believe he. Uh, I believe he. He flew private, so I don't know. You know, usually I fly private also because I can bring my CPAP in on and sleep while you other suckers are, are in coach. But um, yeah, I do that sometimes. Uh, but uh, I don't. I don't understand why if he purchased a fire uh, a firearm, uh, you know, uh, over there, I thought he could bring it back. Maybe it was something from uh, World War One, World War Two. Maybe he just wanted he got something from Lynch Lewis's personal stash or a princess he met. Who knows? I don't know. Don't care. My thing is this: Why would you think you can get away with it and bringing it back? So I'm, I'm thinking somebody set him up. I'm a, I'm putting that. That's a club caveat right there. Somebody set him up. There's no oh. way Bo Mac is that dumb. Hey, hey no way. first of all, I just want to make sure we put a a, a very very um, qualifier on that. This is an this is an irresponsible rumor, unfounded, yeah, untrue, all allegedly, all allegedly. conspiracy. Thank you, alleged conspiracy theory to plant a firearm in uh, Bud Cropper's trainer's bag in order to get him arrested. Uh, so that possibly he loses to Earl Spence? Is that and what I, the... This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like Charlie from uh, that meme that everyone does on uh, on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, okay? You know, we look at the draft board and say, oh, my God, what's going on? So this is what I'm going to say. Earl Spence, there's pictures of Earl Spence overseas vacationing with his uh, baby mother or wife or whatever it is, a lovely young lady. Uh, shout out to him and his family. But Earl Spence, he activated his rematch clause, and he looks hella out of shape. He looks very out of shape. Okay? They're supposed to fight in December. They already had to move his camp from Dallas out to Vegas because he was already going to day parties when he's supposed to be training, the early stages of training for Terrence Crawford. Okay? So, you know, I, I saw a story of Udanis, uh, Udanis Ugas saying, oh, that's not the same Earl Spence I fought because apparently... Uh, Terrence Crawford, he trains with uh, I think a Snatch or Snack. Snatch, I think it's uh, Victor Conti, basically the Balco guy. He has a company mm-hmm. called Snatch for, for athletes. And he's like, trying Holy. to say something fishy. Wow, he's trying to say something back. fishy. However, however, okay, this fight was heavenly. This is why I say Earl sexuals, because they're like bronze sexuals. They're trying to say, oh, well, he, he, he's, he's, he's tied with Victor, Victor Conte. First of all, they drug tested the hell out of this fight, okay? Chance Crawford was all for this. Earl Spence is the one who doesn't drug test that much for fights, all right? So put your blame somewhere else. I don't want to hear that mess. Wow. Learn boxing, okay? So that they're, they're, it's, it's the Earl sexuals are all over the place. They, they, they like to say this stuff. Look, the man got, got, got beat by a better person. Terrence stays working out, stays in the gym. This guy loves to fight. Like when Earl takes these little breaks before he fights, you know, that's some fighters can do that, some can't. Terrence Crawford likes to stay active. And uh, he actually- So put, Crawford he, beat him so badly- he made yeah. his ass gain weight. <laughs> exactly, like because they're gonna they're going to fight. If people don't know, they're going to be fighting at one fifty four instead of one forty seven. Um, and there's a rumor that uh, 
Uh, Earl Spitz is going to bring in uh, Jerron Boots Ennitz, a uh, Philly fighter who's who's a beast, uh, going to be his sparring partner because he's a southpaw, you know. But I highly doubt Ennis is going to be his sparring partner. I, I don't I don't believe that. I I don't think he's going to do that. I honestly don't think, think he's going to do that. And 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 and, and, and a follow up question that really is on everybody's mind since Earl Spence did get you know beat down by Crawford, why? Um, not not why would he uh, take the rematch? He's obviously going to take the rematch, and obviously there's some sort of time frame, whether it's six months, a year, whatever, for you to activate that. But why so soon after getting his butt whooped would you want to come back to a second butt whoop? I mean, I can't imagine anything's going to drastically change in two months. Well, he had no legs in that fight. His legs just weren't with him. And uh, kind of like the Leon Smith fight against Eubank that happened last week. The weight gain with the, the extra pounds it might help him out a little bit to get your legs together. But that's not going to make up for the whole you're not used to someone hitting you from angles you're not even seeing. He's like like Sean Strickland, just to bring him back to that against Izzy. Uh, he's a pressure fighter. Earl Spitz likes to come at you. And. Crawford can just fight anybody. He can fight any style. This man is, I, I, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. Like, I, he will dismantle you, okay? He'll hit you with something you're not seeing. When you're going like this or you go like that, he's going to hit you here and here, okay? It reminds me of someone's mothers. You know what? I'm not going to say what, what I hit them with. But um, so I, my thing is, it's just there's levels to this stuff, okay? There's levels to fighting, all right? You could be your Mike Tyson, I'm going to knock you out. Or you could be your 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 uh, Floyd Mayweather, who's going to great defense and going to pick you apart. Okay, there's different levels of this. Spence was just more of those. I'm going to come at you. I'm going to give you a lot of punches, and that sounded reckless. I'm going to come at you, give you a lot of punches, and you know you're probably going to submit to all this because remember Earl Spence broke like five people's orbital sockets. You know what I'm saying? Danny Garcia, Chris Algieri, uh, uh you guys. Uh, Kale Brook, I forgot the other guy's name. He broke his orbital socket because he likes to pressure you. He's going to hit you on that side. But, you know, Crawford, he's going to break you down. You know what I'm saying? By maybe the first round, like if you look at the look at the fight again, Earl Spence won the first round. I give him that. But after the second, he knocked him down at the end of the second round. It was all, it was all Crawford after that. That's it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was. Yeah. No, he started out strong, and then after that first round, it went downhill very, very quickly. Um that being said, uh, it's uh, let's go ahead and, and move into our mailbag because this first question actually segues perfectly with, with what you were just talking about. So, mm-hmm. uh, actually, hold on, plane coming. Oh, that's 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 my cousin. That's my cousin Landon. Uh, my my brother Derek's about to land down too. You know, saying so he's he's about to land because it's about to get dark soon there. So that's why he's coming because you know he got to blend in with the background. Uh, shout out to he's Derek. Bringing the, he's bringing the bringing the hurricane with him. Shout out, he did. Hey, uh, hey, Derek. Hey, Derek coughed the other day and train smoke came out. So you know he's he's that black. You know, <laughs> the hurricane is not here yet, but my dad wanted me to show the ocean. So look at that. Beautiful, there it is. Beautiful there it is. view. Look at that. That's what I'm looking at right now, y'all. Look at that. All right. And if you walk to the um, beach, you'll see a better view. Oh, I'm about to. I've been seeing some <laughs> some, some very portend views, if you know what I mean. Hey, uh, leave some end. of my future ex-wives alone, okay? From Humacao uh, yes, to Carolina, yes. all the way to Caguas, all the way to Ponce. Leave my, ex- leave my future ex-wives alone, okay? Wepa, wepa. That's right. All right. Um, so it actually segues perfectly into the first mailbag question uh, because you've been talking about Terrence Crawford, the, the fight that he had with Earl Spence, all these other possible 
fights that could happen, right? With boxing, it's always the possible. It's always, much. you know, um, uh, it's always a fantasy kind of matchup until you really get it. So this question comes from uh, Bud, number one, P4P, which is Bud, number one, pound for pound. So I assume is the Crawford fan. Uh, he said that there was a story that came out, um, which we, I, we both heard, uh, that Crawford, if he were to, you know, get past his next opponent and uh, and Canelo's get past his opponent, that there will be a possibility that we could see a fantasy, which is uh, definitely a dream matchup, um, even though there will be a substantial weight difference, right? Because Canelo fights at 168, uh, Crawford fights at 147. So there's a 21-pound weight advantage there, which is very important when it comes to to boxing. Now, this has not advanced past the he said, she said point, but there does seem to be a possibility that we could see this fight in the next couple years. Um, What do you think about this story coming out? Uh, What do you think about the possibilities of this fight actually happening? And uh, shall, shall the fight happen? Give us your early, 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 way early club banger that you think uh, would come from this matchup. By the way, let me give a quick um, update on some notes here. Although they're 21 pounds apart, Bud actually is 5'8", so they stand the same height, uh, and Bud has a 3-plus reach advantage. Um, Terrence Crawford has stopped 31 of the past 40 percent uh, opponents, excuse me, and has a higher KO percentage than Alvarez. Um, Alvarez has stopped 39 of 59 uh, KOs since 2005 when he fought the aforementioned Floyd Mayweather. So, my friend, what do you think about this story and this possible fight? Well, for for starters, uh, I believe Al Heyman offered Canelo $55 million for like a three-fight deal uh, per fight, I believe. It's going to be uh, Crawford, Benavidez, and I, I don't know if Charlo's the other one going to be part of that. But, okay, all right. I was talking to my cousin about this, CJ, uh, not too long ago. And I don't like the fight at all because Canelo was on the breakfast club. Um, and his English has gotten way better. I'm a shout out to him for, for learning English, but um, you gotta understand something. So, I'm 6'2, uh, I weigh 200, and don't worry about it. And I have a friend who's whose uh, son in law uh, fights Muay Thai. This guy's 6'3 and fought at 150 not too long ago. He's taller than me, but I'm bigger, I got more mass. So, I'm not saying I whip his ass or anything like that, I'm just saying the difference. Bud and, and Canelo, they might be the same height, but Canelo fights at 168. Can, uh, Bud fights at 147. If Bud walks around regularly, he might be, uh, might just been came from 135, 140, for all those weight classes. He's a small guy. He's, sm- he's just a smaller dude. Um, I don't see him putting on enough mass to withstand a fight with Canelo. It just, unless Canelo comes down to 160, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, 160. I do not. I, 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 I like Bud. Like, Canelo might just let him go to, like, round four or five or six and then do what he has to do to get him out of there. And mind you, uh, Bud is older. Bud's, Bud will be 36, I believe, in October or November. He's 35 right now, so he's old. He's older than Canelo, believe it or not. It's like Jaime Munguia. This guy's been fighting forever. Uh, that's how a lot, of good, a lot of Mexican fighters do. They'll fight constantly they're active they're active they're active at a young age and then when you get to their 30s 
they've already had that experience. Um, I don't feel this, this would just be a money grab. You know what I'm saying? It, there's, there's no point for this fight to happen. Um, I, I love Bud, but he doesn't have a chance with Canelo. He's just not, his power will not resonate all the way up to 168. It's not going to happen unless they drain Canelo down, but Canelo's not getting drained. But mind you, Canelo, when he fought Mayweather, uh, Mayweather said, take two more pounds off to 152 instead of 154 when they fought. And Canelo could barely make that weight. So there's no way I don't see Canelo. He already said that he's not going to move down and wait. Now, something, club caveat, if something happens where, where Canelo says, hey, I'll fight you at 164, 160, I kind of give Crawford a chance. But Canelo's, Canelo's the king of rehydration clauses and things of that nature, even with guys like Rocky Felding. Dudes, he shouldn't even give a re- rehydration clause at all with. He, he He's done that. So I don't feel uh, Crawford has a chance. I'm sorry. I don't I don't care. Wow. It's not going to happen. Wow. And so, you know what? I was actually reading a story on this after I heard the news came out and a boxing trainer. um, I don't remember the name of the guy, um, but he said pretty much the same exact thing you did. He said, unless Crawford were to get Canelo to come down to, like you said, one, you know, one fifty one, whatever, one sixty one, whatever it would be um, that Crawford wouldn't stand much of a chance, even though, you know, um, Canelo isn't necessarily a power puncher. He has enough power and enough body and build, reckless, at that size to be able to um, to, to take care of Crawford. Um, so basically, he said essentially the same thing. If Crawford doesn't get him to move down, he didn't think Crawford had a chance and it would be more about money. So a famous boxing trainer said the same thing, uh, agrees with you essentially. Um I kind of think a little bit of different about this. Yes, I do realize there's a 21 pound weight difference. Yes, I realize that makes a huge difference in boxing. Um, but with the reach advantage, with the height being the same, with him, with his defensive minded boxing ability, um, I could see Crawford putting up more of a fight than people are giving him credit for. A lot of people don't think he would stand a chance. I actually think he could. Would he knock him out? I don't think so, but I could definitely see him taking it in the distance, right? So, I mean, again, that's just my opinion. I'm not the expert. It's I put it like this. I, I Trust me, I'm with you. I want that to happen if it would happen. But you got to understand, if they fight, Crawford might come in at 170 fight day, 172 maybe. Who knows? Because, mind you, he's come from 135. Friday at 147. Um, Canelo, he's fought at light heavyweight. He wanted to fight at cruiserweight. He, you know, he's he's one, he gets down to 168, but if a man walks around during fight date at, you know, 180, 190, fighting somebody who just may be like Israel Asadia when he fought Jan Pahovich. He could do nothing with Jan Pahovich. He couldn't get him up off him. What's going to stop Canelo from just charging at, at, at Crawford and his punches do nothing to him? You know, it's just not... It just it just wouldn't work, in, in my opinion. It, and and there's only a few times where that's happened where I feel like Charlo has a good good chance against Canelo because Charlo has a good frame. He's a bigger dude. He has he has big broad shoulders. He's he's a bigger guy, but gets he can get down to 154. He's a freak athlete. So that's why I say Charlo has a better chance against Canelo at 168 moving up. Crawford, on the other hand, they're the same height. So I just don't. There's so much mass you could put on your body to compensate for that and muscle. So I feel like, you know, 
it is what it is. And and uh, would he come down to one sixty nine? No, that's no, nah, that's he fights at one sixty eight. Uh, Flo. And first of all, okay, I don't. You're, you're muted. I don't. I feel like two ninety eight or two ninety five. Flo put for my weight class. Look here, look here, sir. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. All right. That's between me and upstairs to worry about what, what my weight is. All I know Nuts. is that. <laughs> Got it. All, all I Got know it. is that uh, yeah, random sound effects coming in. Random sound effects. I, I love it. All I know is that, uh, you know, my weight is between my uh, confidant for the night and uh, that's it. Okay. How dare you? I like it. But yeah. Back back to the fight. I, I honestly think that Canelo Canelo just win. He, he's just he's too he's, he would be too too big for uh, for Crawford. Pause if needed. I just think he's just too big for him. Um, and, Reckless, I, and I like Crawford. Uh, but uh, and so, what are the possibilities of this fight? Can you give us a percentage on this fight actually happening in real life? Uh, since they're talking about it, I will give this a higher percentage than Jake Paul versus Canelo. So I will give this thirty five percent. 35 hey, percent. I like it. You know, like hey, Mayweather when, when Mayweather fought uh Conor McGregor when we were down in Pensacola, um, sorry, not Pensacola, but Tampa, when you and my brother put the fist up, you know, when Mayweather came out and uh, everybody else was acting like they weren't American and they thought they were Irish for some weird reason. I don't know why we act like we're patriotic. Larry was there too, and Dale. Racist. But, uh, yeah, like well, I, I don't understand. So are we not American? But depending what, what color you are. But um Mayweather played with Connor Paul. Wow. Wow. Mayweather. Wow. Yes. Super that, was, that was, that was oh, reckless right goodness. there. Uh, Mayweather allowed Connor to get to the 10th round. So anyone that knows boxing knows that. He didn't, like Connor, oh, oh, we got a punch. Oh, look at, he allowed him to do that. So I think not to that extent, but something similar to that will happen in this fight. That's how I feel. I'm listening to you. I'm just trying to get my uh, my mom came in. I'm going to show her on here if I can in a second. Uh, oh, all right. Maria. Yeah, I'll bring her on in a second. Um, so, all right. Moving on to the next question. Then, thank you for that awesome analysis of that potential fight. I really hope it happens. Um, since we are in in, in Puerto Rico, uh, we have a question um, from uh, Boricua Coqui, and okay. uh, the question is: For the first time since 2007, two women fighters will be in the ring for a title fight just as long as their male counterparts. Um, when undisputed featherweight champion and Boricua, wepa, wepa, Amanda, my mom is cracking up at me right now. Amanda Serrano is, uh, uh, Serrano, excuse me, is defending her WBA, IBF, WBO belts against Danila Ramos on October 27th in Orlando. But the big news about this and the reason why it's so important and impactful is that these two ladies will be fighting in official 12 rounds, three-minute rounds. I love it. So for those of you that don't know, usually women fight 10 rounds, two minutes. Males are 12 rounds, three minutes. Women do not get the respect that they deserve in terms of not people thinking that they can't, their stamina isn't there or they can't fight that long or some one of the guys, uh, the promoter said he wouldn't um, um, endorse it. Because of the fact that it's a safety issue. What? What does that even? Shut up. That doesn't even make any sense. Anyways, so this is really huge in women's boxing. Sedano is totally um, all about this fight. My friend, I know you like Amanda as well. What do you think about this huge, huge, um, you know, uh, 
impact to women's boxing. I love it. I lo- I'm a big fan of Amanda Serrano. Serrano if I said it wrong, right? It's okay. I'll, I'll text her later. She won't answer. But um, I, I'm glad that they're fighting just like men, okay? Because it's it's the stigma of oh, women have to be different. Women women can't do the same thing as men. Well, this is proving it. They can do the same thing. Yes, give them 12 rounds. Give them three minutes, okay? The cream will. What 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 did Macho Man say? The, the the cream will always rise to the top. Is that or something like that? Yeah. So Macho, there's a shirt like that. Macho Man says that. So we will separate what women can hang and what women can't hang with this. Okay. And all the fighters from uh, Clarissa Shields uh, on down to Amanda Serrano, even Katie Taylor, all of them want three minute rounds. They want to fight like the men. They don't want to hear no excuses. Oh, well, we're women. We can't do that. No, no, they're they're not part of that. Okay. The women should have the same as men. It should be equal. It doesn't matter. This is this is combat sports. This is putting your fist to someone's face, okay? Either with a glove or no glove, all right? So they should be able to act accordingly, just like the rules go. You know what I'm saying? So no special favors for them, and they don't want special favors. These are fighters, okay? These are apex predators. So I'm all for them fighting, okay? And I wish that uh, Serrano was going to fight uh, Bumgarner, uh, for the belt, but Bumgarner, she got caught with the uh, PED, so they're still trying to figure that out. I Hopefully she didn't uh, use those, because she's a hell of a fighter and she doesn't need those, and um, you know, next time we're in Detroit, call me, but that's whatever. But uh, yeah, so she's going to fight uh, Compost, and uh, yeah, I'm all for it, Omar. I see you move locations. Uh, you're muted, buddy. I had to come back inside, because I was uh, it was looking real dark, and you couldn't see yeah, me Derek, anymore. Derek showed up. Derek yeah, I was, starting, I was about to say I was about to start to look like your brother for a second. Um, <laughs> uh, irresponsible, racist, uh, black joke that my mom just said "Wow!" at in the background. Uh, she loves it. Uh, it's okay. She knows. Mom, come here. Hey, he knows we're joking. Uh, everybody, this is my wonderful, lovely mother. Look at lovely. Look at that dress. Okay, Miss Maria. Look at you. She said she's going to take me out to some place where I can meet some lovely ladies this evening. So we'll see. It's probably that courtyard in Cogwitz, right in that courtyard. Uh, uh, there's, oh, there's a yeah. Lot of bars and clubs right Cogwitz there. Cogwitz where they have the Friday night mm-hmm. thing that we usually go mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we're not going to Cogwitz. So no, I know. Oh, no, we're staying in San Juan. Man. San Juan tonight. Maybe next week. Oh, man. All right. Thank you. All right. That's my beautiful mother. Thank you, Mom. All right. That Sounds good. Let's move. Let's move on to the last question of the night. Um, this is more of a question. It actually came from me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even going to make up a name. Um, Junior Ooh. Dos Santos uh, fought Fabricio Werdrum in a bare knuckle fight. Um, he beat him uh, in a, so in a fight of two former UFC heavyweight champions. Dos Santos opened up a bad cut over the top of uh, Wedrum's, Wedrum's eyes, Wedrum eyes uh, in route. To a, we're doomed. Thank you. In route to a split decision uh, victory, 30-27, um, 30-27, uh, 29-28, or 28-29. And this was uh, part of Jorge Masvidal's game-bred bare-knuckle MMA fight promotion. So mm-hmm. you've talked a lot about him before and this fight promotion coming up. Um, he's obviously starting to get bigger. These cards are starting to get better and more names on them. Is this the next hot iteration of MMA, boxing, fighting, uh, combat sports. So this was interesting. I saw I saw some of the highlights of it. Saw some of the fights. Uh, excuse me. And I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I 
bare knuckle fighting, you know, it's straight using a knuckle to the face, a lot of cuts, a lot of a lot of uh, stoppages, or just people getting knocked out. This type of fighting is interesting because it's literally there's no gloves, so you got full range of hand motion and and can take someone down if needed. Um, I don't know if it'd be the next big thing, like bare knuckle fighting, but I think it would be for people that aren't that as as great as a stand-up and they're more wrestlers or jiu-jitsu pra- uh, practitioners, they can go to this instead of bare-knuckle fighting after their contracts with UFC or PFL or Bellator expire. Um, I thought it was pretty neat. I, th- I, I kind of liked it because because um, I believe uh, Junior Dos Santos, he fought in bare-knuckle before, but he had a dislocated shoulder, so he couldn't continue to fight. Um it just brings another wrinkle to the whole uh, construct of of, uh, of MMA. And I know Verdun was like he wanted to do it Valley Judo style, which is the Brazilian style with uh, Fondale Silva and um, and, um, and Vitor Belfort. They, they, they championed back in the day before they got their UFC and Pride contracts. But um, that's more like Brazilian, like a, a, sh- a shoot fighting where you, you know, you're barehanded. It's, it's, it's old school. And not as like, like in Japan, they do pancreas, which uh, pack, pick, I could be saying it wrong, but it's like more open hand strikes. You know what I'm saying? But you still have the wrestling jujitsu, jujitsu aspect. But I actually kind of, it's interesting. I like it. I'd watch more. I'd watch it again. Cause you know, it's like basically take bare knuckle fighting, but, but yeah, you can grab somebody, take them down, do a submission, ground and pound, things of that nature. And, you know, you could punch somebody with gloves. It might mess you up a little bit if you got Vaseline, you're fine. But there's there's nothing against these knuckles. Trust me. It's, it, you put this knuckle to the face, you're going to get cut up. And if you look at the fight highlights, Fordoom was gash. He looked terrible. While uh, uh, Dos Santos looked pretty he – he looked like he, he didn't get, get into a fight at all. So, depending on who you fight, if you, it's a, if it's a, uh, it gives the grapplers and the, uh, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu guys a chance at bare knuckle fighting. So it's not bad. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, I would. Uh, I would never do it. I. I mean, I. I <laughs> you know, that's just wild. That's just wild. I mean, at least they're getting paid for it. But just to just get punched in the face with no gloves on, it just yes. doesn't seem fun. No. Uh, but hey, there's some people out there that uh. A lot, a lot tougher than than I choose to be uh, for money. So, hey, uh, that being said, old school. Also, I want to just bring this up because I think you were at this fight in 2008 when they last fought in UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, it, it's just like a like a rematch, rematch, uh, kind of like a uh, a grudge fight thing. But mm-hmm. Masvidal, I think he does this fight under the UFC banner. I think his his company is affiliated with. Uh, Oh, really? Okay. So, you know, all those ties with DeSantis and Trump, you know, he's he's done all that stuff with Dana White over in Florida. So, you know, he's marketed himself well moving forward. Um, But, yeah, I think the LFA, that's uh, the LFA. Yeah, LFA, that's another fighting league under UFC. It reminds me of um, Vince McMahon. Okay, Vince Vince McMahon Sr., what he did was buy up all the the territory wrestling uh, organizations and then bring his own. So that's what Dana White did with a lot of regional uh, uh, okay. companies. So he just like bought them and say, hey, if you want to watch it, you can watch it on our Fight Pass. You know, he's going to build it up to where you can order it as pay per view. That's my assumption of what Dana White's going to do. And one little sidebar. So the company that bought WWE bought UFC, same thing. And Endeavor. Endeavor. There you go. And then now they're, I think, a Saudi group. And and now they're 
for UFC fighters, if you have like a YouTube channel or something like that, they want a piece of that, just like they did in WWE fighters. Wow, man, they just keep their grubby hands and everything, don't they? Dana just stays trying to. Hard to be an independent contractor out there. And wow, no health insurance. (laughs) Horrible, horrible, horrible. All right, well. We thank you all very, very much for joining us. As always, it's your man, Clubber D, the Combat G, our UFC and Combat Sports Insider. And for yours truly, Omar, the Sports Professor Fonseca, we thank you for joining us this evening. Please, again, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and smash that subscribe button, as the kids say. Um, Also, follow us on IG and on Twitter, at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Also, Go subscribe, um, or not subscribe, go join on Facebook, the Bottom Line Sports Facebook group. Again, we have an amazing time in there talking sports and talking trash to each other. So come come join the conversation and have some fun. Um, And last but not least, make sure you catch the Bottom Line Sports. Uh, We will have our inaugural week one NFL episode with the new four crew flow canteen and hot take jake so catch us tomorrow night (laughs) my man hot take catch us tomorrow night 7 p.m eastern oh wait yes 7 p.m eastern right right after the uh, day games are done and before the night game comes on come and check us out we'll have the recap of all the games and we'll preview the night game so don't go to espn don't go to Fox Sports. You come here and you come see the bottom line and get the true facts and stories about the games that you're going to see tomorrow. Because NFL is back, baby. NFL is back. Let's go. And, and, and just just a caveat on that. Uh, this is not a clever caveat. This is a ball and buds caveat. If you add us on YouTube and then you add us on IG and you prove that you've done both, Omar himself will give you a personal shout out at the next video. Woo, I love that idea. So you heard it there from Clubber D. Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube, follow on IG, and let us know you did that. And if you did, I will give you a personal shout out on our next episode, which again, remember folks, Clubber D and I will be back with you September 30th to preview the Canelo Charlo fight for a special edition of Ball and Buds Combat Sports Live. That being said, my friend, please help us to sign off. You know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate you joining. Anybody who's uh, new, thank you. If you're if you're old, I love you. Second, um, or sorry, third, uh, to the bottom line sports, you know, I pop in sometimes. Y'all need to tune in because Club D just, he, he weaves his way in there and flow made my own music for me. So the if wolf. you want to see me, if you, the wolf is always lurking, okay? A wolf could be in sheep's clothing, a wolf could lead the pack, and a wolf could be part of the pack. So I'm, I'm everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It, it's one of those things. But you know what I'm saying? Please tune in. If you haven't tuned in, don't tune in later and be mad that you didn't get my club banger and be like, oh, man, I was going to bet, but I didn't know. But now you know. Don't ask, what, hey, Club D, when you coming on? If you subscribe, you would already know. Hey, Club, what, so who are you going to pick? If you subscribe, you already know. Subscribe. Get the, get in the know. Become, be part of the family, okay? Yeah. We're a family out here. I love you like a play cousin, okay? But for anybody out there, if you have any hater, if you have anyone that doubts you, anyone that doesn't like what you're doing, Brush them off because remember when they hate on you, they're typing with dirty fingernails, okay? Because they're dusty, okay? You're doing something good because you're pure. But hey, that's what we do here. Uh, Flo also says, Clubber D, your 49ers are in trouble tomorrow. Uh, who said that, Flo? Yes. 
That was yeah, I mean, that's, that's irrelevant. So, anyways, but yeah, uh, I mean, the 49ers are in trouble. If we're so much in trouble, then why are you, why are you trading for a backup quarterback? So, who's mm. in trouble? Is Dak in trouble or are we in Burn, trouble? Worry about Miami and Texas Tech right now. Let's be clear. Flo, love you like a play cousin. Because <laughs> they ain't make because they ain't making the top ten. That's for them. So. <laughs> <Not> uh, <right. laughs> That's it, y'all. We love you. Thank you again, Clubber D and myself. We love you and thank you. And we will see you next time. Peace. That's right. I'm, looking, I'm, looking, I'm looking for the haters. I can't see them. I'm looking for them. quarterback that day what did that bring with no travis kelsey uh-oh who's coming who's coming clubber d uh-oh uh-oh here to talk some trash <laughs> is oh no i i rattled the cage i rattled the cage Hold on, let me get ready, man. Man, okay. I guess I rattled the cage. I should have been more careful. I should have, I should have been a little more uh, easy with my words. Hang I up. do I, agree, though. That that cover these forty nine look strong, baby. Them forty nine. That was the only thing I'm a little worried on my team. Niners look like they're already trying They don't look like they're doing. They are. They are flowing like water. I will agree with that. Eat here. You know him, you love him. Some people call him the woo. The one, the only. Love a Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought he had some new yeah. intro music for him. Well, I mean, I have the wolf sound, but I, it's like...
four different, uh, you know. Here, I'll get it for him. Just, just, just for Clubber D. Just for Clubber D. No, that's not the right one. <laughs> wow, that sounded like uh, a wounded wolf, Clubber D. Yeah, I don't. Look at Clubber D's face. Look at Clubber D's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Clubber D. I'm trying to find the right one for you. There we go. That's a manly wolf. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's here. You could not live with your own failure. Okay. Let me send those. Little Thanos. I didn't know it would go out. Where did that bring you? You know who's here? Back to me. And now you're one, your favorite combat guy. I gotta wait for it to change. He's the one, the only. When I'm right, I'm right. When I'm wrong, I'm right. That's why you do the club's caveat. What's up, Flo? What's up, Omar? What's up, Canton? How y'all feeling today? What up, bro? We good, man. That's what I'm talking about, my brother. Yeah, what's going on, Clubber D? I love the rock music intro with the wolf. That is hilarious. I, I, I got hyped up. I was, I was about to rip the jersey off. I was about to, you know, bring it back. Ooh, there we Yo, go. Why, why he, why he, wait, why he give you that wimpy wolf at first, though, son? Oh, that, 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 was, that was just a baby wolf, okay? That, that wasn't a white fang. That was white small, too. That was white molar right there. That wasn't white fang. That wasn't a fully grown wolf. That, okay, that, was, the, that was the beta wolf he was, he was shooing away. He was shooing that beta wolf away for the real wolf to show up. So true. You know, that wolf was in the blasphemy bunker. That is one of those pets hanging outside the bunker. <laughs> Listen to those hot oh, takes all the time. That's oh. what it is. That's the guy I'm looking for. Look at Flo. That was oh, probably the second or third upset ever in UFC history. Okay? The first one was 100 UFCs ago in Australia when Holly Holm got knocked out. When Holly Holm knocked out Ronda Rousey, okay? Now, nobody Maybe. in, nobody in the right mind picked Sean uh, Strickland. Nobody. Nobody. Right. Okay? I, guess, I guess I was in, in Jake's multi universe. It was the biggest upset in UFC history. Buster Douglas uh, fighting, fighting with the, you know, the, the power of his mother passed away, knocking out Mike Tyson in Japan, okay? This this level type upset, okay? He had what the up, Clubber D? He had no excuse for that, okay? Is he look shook? Is he look scared? Uh, he's on my list. When I see him, it's with me and him. Okay. Okay. Now, do you think Izzy was flat, like they've been saying in the news? I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear no excuse, okay? You're, I don't, don't want to hear no excuse, because if he would have came back, this was this fight reminded me of uh, Chael Sonnen going against Anderson Silva, when he, Anderson Silva was asked the whole day before the fifth round, and he, and he, and he uh, he's out, he tapped him out. That's what I thought was going to happen, I was going to knock him out the last second, but... Okay. Float, you're right. Okay, you got one, Flo. This was, that was a once-in-a-lifetime type deal. That's like... Oh, okay. Uh, that press out going for five touchdowns tonight and, oh. and, and 400 yards. Okay? Oh, you want the other prosthetic toe? It's only going to happen tonight. It happens in Madden, not tonight. Oh, man. And hey, my toe in the mail. Close. They're not even my close toe in the mail. I just want to make sure my toe's in the mail. Hey, hey, hey look here. Respectfully, if you're into that stuff, that I got, I got a bunch of them. I got, a, I got a brass toe. Also, I wear when I play basketball. So I got to, you know, you know, I can go side to side. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. 
hey, let us know what you think about the fight. Uh, you know, give us some comments. Uh, let us know if you have questions for Clubber D. Uh, let us know, and we'll I'll kind of pop it in there and, and ask him later. So, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Clubber D. We appreciate your expertise. Hey, anytime, anytime. Hey, hey. Jake, hey, what happened, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, your happened. Pretty good, but I just I was saying Purdy basically is Dak Prescott. No, no, no. Hold on. I want to say this. I want to say this. I want to say yeah. this. I think after week one, I know there's still two more games to be played. Okay. Right now, the Niners look like the best team in the NFL. I got to get really. It. Everybody had the Steelers this high. For Bro, reason, man, no, ain't no way. No, 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 no. You really think Right so? now, after week one, as of right now, I think the Steelers were horrible. They team, look like man. the toughest team to beat right now. Man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a tight game. I'm gonna go Cowboys. It's gonna be 21 <clears> 27. <throat> I take the Cowboys by six. Cowboys by 21, six. 21 27. Hey, that is oh, six points. Addition on points today. Let's six. go. That's the addition on point. I love it. Hey, we might win now. He got that on point. He got that on point. Yeah, if he gets to a point, I what think you got we got to win. What do you got, Cobb? I, uh, I got the Giants, and I'm going to say because you disrespected Brock Purdy. Ah! And, uh, ah! That's going to prove why he's back. So, okay. I got the oh. Giants. Uh, yes! We'll say 34, 31 for the approval situation. He's going to mess it up. 34, 21 by 10 points. Good. No, no 34, 12, uh, 31. By 10 points. By 10 points. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I love the 10 point joke. That's now the new favorite joke ever. That's on your favorite. Hey, so, uh, man, I'm going to take my Cowboys and my Trocetic Toe. I'm going to take them both to win. Uh, I think we'll pull away late. I'm going to say it's going to be something like 30 to 20. Uh, 11 point lead. 10 point win. 30 to 20. 30 to 20 is only 10 point wins, baby. Here we go again. I love it. Well, the prosthetic toe counts for that extra one. See, the prosthetic toe, it adds an extra one. (laughs) Hey, hey, that toe works wonders. I got a brass toenail, too. Oh, you got a brass toenail? Okay. Hey, 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 Flo, people are saying the game is on. It's on, man. Game we gotta go, baby. Okay. We gotta They're go. driving on you. They're driving on you. Subscribe at the Bottom Line Sports, y'all. Go subscribe. The Bottom Line Sports on Facebook. Join our group, man. We have so much fun. And let's bring it down, guys. Hey, y'all go out there. Y'all have a good time. All right? Not if your team won. We lost. It don't matter. Life is okay. Game. Hey, it's fun to make fun of each other and make fun of Jake. You know that. Remember, well, yeah, I love you. you. I love right. you, Flo, but this is a little soft. We just need to talk our crap and get off. <laughs> Omar's happy for their only win of the season. The music. Let it use your soul. Come on now. Let it, let it breathe. Let it breathe. I, I, I think Flo, with this music, he got his, he got his prosthetic toe in the corner looking at it. Ah. All right, man. All right. I'm trying to bring it down. I'm trying to bring some levity, you know. All right, everybody, man. Hey, we we'll see you. At Go subscribe. Yo, we love support. y'all. Hey, we appreciate Dan Harris. We appreciate you guys. D always One bring blemish. This. Always bring going in the metaverse. Uh, <laughs> congratulations hey. to the Raiders, Omar, Sports Professor Raiders. 
and go Cowboys! Let's go! Wepa, wepa. And subscribe! Can't the wait to see Cowboys Go subscribe! Sports, all over. I hope you say great week still! Ball and Buds! Speech, uh. <laughs> yeah, if you want to find Clubber D and I, you find us at Ball and Buds. Ball and really Buds, there you go. y'all is go subscribe to the bottom line. Join us on Facebook. We have a great time. Flo does a masterful job of posting news and stories that we can comment to all day. Also, go join The Bottom Line on YouTube. They're both at the same place, at The Bottom Line Sports. Very easy to find. Cool. We out. We love you. Thank you, all fans. Hey, watch this outro. Y'all stay behind, and we'll talk a little bit after. Y'all Check out Ball and Buzz on IG, okay? Ball and Buzz IG. Ball and Buzz on Upper IG. G, the Combat G. Thank you for joining us once again. Hey, that's forever your intro song. Appreciate y'all. And, uh, hey. I hope you know, hey, we still, hey, hey, you showed up. At least you showed up, Jake. I'm proud of you. At least you showed up, Jake. You, up, you lost and you showed up. We're proud of you. Don't worry. Okay. We'll see y'all again. Hey, we'll see y'all next last, time. Last, 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 last. All right, Joe. All right, Jim man. Brown, baby. Let's go. Right. Omar, we're in the circle today. We're in the winner's circle. Omar, y'all today. suck. Omar. We're in the winner's yeah. circle. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. I'll be in the winner's circle with you in a minute. Hey, appreciate everybody out there, man. Y'all enjoy the game. Enjoy your weekend. God bless. And uh, another shout out to all those from 9 11. Appreciate y'all. Thank you for all your sacrifice. Remember all you and all your families tomorrow, 9 11. Y'all take care. God bless. And now, a programming update on YouTube at Ball and Buds. Join us live at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, for our Combat Sports Special Thursday edition. Usually we go Saturdays, but since the UFC 294 card is in Abu Dhabi. It goes on at 2 p.m. in the Eastern time, so we are going to go on a special time on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Join us for all of the news, talk, fights, events, and action. We will be discussing the huge, huge, huge UFC 294 card featuring Islam Mahachev putting up his lightweight championship against Alexander Volkanovsky and the co-main event featuring Kamaru Uzman, former champion versus Kazmat Chimaev. And since this has evolved into more of a combat sports special versus strictly UFC, even though we are doing it on the night of a UFC pay-per-view, we will also be previewing the Tyson Fury versus Francis Ngannou boxing matchup coming up, as well as the Boricua, Amanda Serrano, putting up her championship featherweight undisputed against Danila Ramos. We will also be discussing the hilarious and crazy events from this past weekend's shenanigans with Logan Paul versus Dennis and Tommy Fury, the younger brother of Tyson Fury, versus KSI. We will also be previewing other boxing matches coming up, as well as reviewing any of the past ones. For instance, if you did not hear Clubber D, the Combat G, 
on the bottom line, review the Canelo Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo fight. We will go more into that as well as have his thoughts on what the future is for all of those fighters and future fights involved. So join us live again, featuring your UFC and combat sports insider, Clubber D, the combat G, plus yours truly, the sports professor. So join us live for all of the UFC, MMA, boxing, combat, sports action. You will not want to miss it for these awesome, awesome fights and events. So again, this Thursday, October 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, so please do not worry. We will see you again. It is going to be a banger, as the kids say. So make sure you watch out for all the Ball and Buds videos on all of this combat sports content. Holla, 5,000. So that is the next pay-per-view. Make sure you check us out at YouTube.com at Ball and Buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S. Please go smash that subscribe button as the kids say uh comment like watch videos do all that clubber d's on there mike weeby's on there they're all hilarious because we know that it would not be possible without your support so thank you again also make sure you do all that other good stuff tell your friends about the podcast share it like subscribe rate review bada bada bing bada bing bada boo and also hit us up at our email, ballandbuds at mvpsmb.com. It is ballandbuds at mama because I love my mama. D is in Victor, shout out Sonic Groove. P is in Papa, because I love my Papa. S is in Son, because I be sunning y'all fools. M is in Mama again, because I love my mama twice. And P is for boy, as in boy. If y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox and we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episode post-show. So, again, holla at us. By the way, since you're listening to this podcast right now anyways, why don't you just go ahead and do us a favor? Go ahead. Go down on the phone you're listening to us on there. I'm going to wait for you to do it and walk you through it. Uh, now I want you to go to your YouTube app. If not, then type in YouTube on your interwebs browser. Then what I want you to do is type in after the URL at ball and buds, B-A-L-L-A-N-D-B-U-D-S, or on your YouTube app, just search ball and buds and you will find us. Then I want you to click on the live tab on the channel because that way you can find the scheduled live pre-shows before they happen or any other live shows we have in the future so make sure you're always uh checking there if you're not and you should be uh subscribed to be notified so while you're there go ahead and as the young kids say smash that subscribe button uh, give your boys to subscribe, give your boys uh, a like. So anyways, and then once you get to the live channel, UFC pre-show, click on that bad boy and then hit the notify me button. Message. Thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes that we want everyone to join us so please download like listen share all over your social media 
Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love. The Omar way. Holla. Five thousand.